Hello, everybody. Just a very quick one about Instagram. If you're on it, Meta, the parent company, is reducing the number of political posts visible to users on their feed. This is a real thing, not a hoax. So go to your Instagram profile, tap the three horizontal lines in the top right corner to open the settings tab, scroll down to what you see, click on content preferences, open political content, and turn on don't limit political content. That's an option. Otherwise, you won't see almost anything we post because we are deemed political. Please do that now or you won't even see the posts about our shows, our fun things. So if you want to see Guilty Feminist content and know when we're coming to a place near you, releasing a new podcast, do it now. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm a feminist, but right now, I'd offer Joe Biden any sexual favor he wanted if yeah. it had pushed this thing over the line. Yeah, turn up. And knowing him, he would want it. <laughs> yeah, he'd be on board for that. I'm a feminist, but my favorite thing about Kamala Harris yeah. is not her policy, right? I could give a fuck about that. Um, but her hair is amazing. Her hair is so soft silky, and manageable. So yeah. nice. Yeah. It looks amazing. The curls that it's doing. And I just want to say to her, like if I met her, right, I'd be like, you're great, you're awesome. And I'd be like, but also what is your hair care routine? <laughs> like let's talk. What kind of conditioner are we using? And when we're putting it away at night, are you like a roller queen or are you wrapping it around? Like what's happening? We need to know. Her hair is certainly more soft and manageable than some of her policies. Uh, oh, but Boom. That's right. That's the kind of it's political quick wit see, you can expect you know, tonight. That's what we need in the White House, I think. Soft and manageable hair. Yeah. We need more headscarves at night in the White House. I feel like we had a few in the Obama era. Mm -hmm. They left. People were just sleeping on pillows raw, uh, <laughs> messing, messing it all up. And I think Kamala can bring the scarf back. Listen, we are grateful for small mercies. This is yeah. 20 fucking 20, man. Make America scarf again. <laughs> uh, I'm a feminist, but I wouldn't 
give Donald Trump any sexual favor at all, even if I knew for a fact it would end capitalism what? and bring a new regime of promise, hope, feminism, and equality. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I'm sorry. At I, this point, I don't even know if you're committed to the cause. <laughs> Come on. Come I'm, on. I'm sorry, but like, what? okay, what favor? It would have know. to be very do some something I could do from another drugs room. And take one for the team. If I could do it round a door, maybe. Yeah, grab some. There's a whole category about this. And <laughs> is there? Is that a kink? Round yeah, the door kink? It's called uh, stick your genitalia through something that oh, disconnects like a, you from the other person. Like a glory a hole. Hole of glory. A hole of glory. You can Listen. sort this out. Come on. Okay. If it was definitely going to be a thousand year reign of. Uh, socialism, stuff. equality, and feminism. Come on! Maybe through a glory hole. Because I'll tell you what, I'd S that D. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say, I'd, do I'd it. S that D. I'd do it. No. Activism takes different forms. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't let him enter me. I know that. Mm. There'd mm. Be, there's no entry. First of all, that sounds so regal. <laughs> Please enter me now. I, I <laughs> Do not enter me. Close there, the gates. There would be like a little troll at my <laughs> orifices <laughs> saying, three riddles. Must. <laughs> you know, and he would not be able to crack the riddles to enter me. And that is how it would be. I'm sorry. Um, I yes. am a feminist. Yes. Do you know this about me? Yes, I've heard. <laughs> but. But. <laughs> um... I like my face more with a mask on. What? I don't know. I just feel like it's mysterious. And you can see my eyes, which I feel like are a very strong feature. And it's just like, it's just giving you forehead. It's giving you eye. It's giving you not that I've broken out uh, around my jawline over lockdown because of like mask knee. Like, I think it's just a really strong area. And you get like a top of a nose, which just like alludes to more nose. I feel like it's mysterious. I feel like it's sexy. I feel like it's the only thing that, that will say, it's, it's the only reason I'm wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for yeah. the intrigue, because it makes Sue you feel a me. bit like a spy. Yeah. yeah. No, I see that. I see it's that. It's exciting. I see that. It's a, yeah. It's a little bit hot. A little bit like yeah. A little bit of wink. What's going on? Under What's there? going on underneath there? Mm. Yeah. My lips are stronger than my eyes. I think mm. I've always had strong lips. Are you sad to be putting them away? No, I just wear my mask up here. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, as yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I think I've got very strong lips. They tell you, they say, put the mask over the sexiest part of your face. Yeah. That's, that's what they tell you. got to put it away. That's where the corona seeps out from yeah. the uh, sexy part. 100%. You've got very strong lips, though, so... Thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, people don't need to know that. They, um, they, yeah, they, it's happened to where, like... I think I project the best possible face onto people. Mm. Like, I do them big favors... And then they take the mask off and I go, I was too generous. <laughs> well, that's a nice quality in you. Yeah, I try. I care. <laughs> I'm a feminist, but I explained to somebody who wanted to know the standard Texan attitude towards abortion as, mm. but if you terminate it before it comes out, how are we going to shoot it? Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I respect that. I can confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> if you don't let it come out how will we deprive it of uh, its rights and freedoms yeah yeah very good uh, accent as well thank you i learned it from friday night lights amazing tim riggins mm. friday night lights southern mm. hospitality and all yeah is that good 
football and whatnot. Football and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm a feminist, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, standard. Yep. You know. But recently I've done a couple like video recordings where they have to put a microphone on you. And I like to insist that they put it on my bra strap uh, just so someone will touch my back because lockdown has been very long and hard. <laughs> And then through the recording, I'll be like, oh, I think, it, I think it slipped. I can't fix it myself just to get more back touches. Uh, and I'm surprised I'm not in jail. <laughs> Do you know, the reason I like European technicians mm. in theatres is if you say to a British male technician, oh, can you just pop it on my bra strap? Mm. They go, oh, oh, I, I, I think perhaps you should, oh, 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 you've done zipped, mm. oh, okay. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, I hope my hands aren't cold, oh, dear. Oh. And if you say it to an Italian technician, mm. he's just like, boom, boom, on. Yeah, it's yeah. just, he doesn't even blink. He's like, it's already there. I, would say, yeah. I almost began to do an accent and they said, no. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hold back from Texas and you were I sitting said, right there. I said, Kima, I said, no, don't do it. Because uh, I love pasta, <laughs> and I don't want I don't, don't want, want pasta to, to not love me back. No, yeah, no. it's true. Live from King's Place in London, The Spontaneity Shop presents The Guilty Feminists with me, Deborah Francis White, guest host Kima Bob, and our very special guests, Mata, Marielle, and Joy Crooks, talking about being in your corner. This is The Guilty Feminist, the podcast in which we explore our noble goals as 21st century feminists and the hypocrisies and insecurities which undermine them. I'm Deborah Francis White, with me is co-pilot Kima Bob, and we're talking about In Your Corner. Yeah. So we've got some amazing guests tonight who have for a long time been in each other's corner, and I've worked with both of them recently, and I just think they're incredible women. I worked with both of them separately, and they inspired this topic, In Your Corner. Do you feel you've got enough people in your corner, Kima? I feel like... Um, for the first time in my life, it occurred to me a little bit ago, I was like, whoa, I feel like I'm in a nice place because I don't have anyone uh, around me, not in any close proximity, um, who doesn't seem to really back me or who doesn't seem to really respect me or love me. And that's really nice. Um, so I feel like my corner is healthy right now. And I got to say, Debs, you're in it. Yay! Well, well, I'm sorry. I think we just had a breakthrough. I really do, yeah. At this couples therapy that we do every now and again. I've been in your corner since the first time I Word met you. Up. I yeah. really have. I've really been. I saw you and I was like, wow, she's really special in her heart and also her talent. And sometimes very talented people aren't really golden people insider to other people. Mm. And you're both. Mm. And oh my God, shut up. Thank you. <laughs> no, okay, it's you can stay in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I will always be in your corner. I will always be in your yeah, corner. Same. And it's been such a joy to see you grow on the podcast and just take off. You've really blown up. You've been on Nish Kumar's show and you've been writing for it as well. But I've just seen you on the TV doing all sorts of amazing things. And I'm so proud of you. I, I did I did stand up on TV and I had these pants on and my butt looked amazing. And I was like, that's what really matters about that four minutes. That was really important to me. The stand up was really good too, though. Was that the Jonathan Ross show? Yeah, those yeah, yeah. pants were really doing me justice. <laughs> I think um, people sometimes uh, like to have this illusion that they do things by themselves, Yeah. right? And that's not true anywhere. 
like for me, my journey as a comedian, it started doing bad improv. While I was doing some bad improv, one of the guests at the show, uh, who was doing stand-up at the show, my bad improv show, Bisha Kayali, who mm-hmm. we know, who we love. Yes. Bisha was like, hey, I dig you. I back you. Recommended me to come do Global Pillage. I met ah. you. Two people in my corner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just kind of like blossomed and snowballed from there. And I think that, I don't know, I just feel like whatever we can do to back people that we love and respect, we should because that's how anyone's gotten anywhere. Even when you fill in an application for a job and you submit it, there's a human on the other side. Yes. You know, so I mean, yeah, it's just really, it's really nice and it's really important. You've really blown up in London though. I mean, you're, you're from Texas. Yeah. Oh, um, don't tell anybody. <laughs> how's, how's Texas doing right now? Um, she's a little gross. People thought election-wise that Texas was going to uh, surprise us. Yes, um, that's what we were told. Yeah, but you know, we were told a lot of things. We're always told a lot of things. Um, <laughs> ooh, I feel like sometimes like you're looking at those like polls and you're like, are these like near facts or is this like, uh, you know, like a prediction from a fortune teller lady who's like, you're going to see great love in your life and abundance or not. Like, you know, it's just like be concrete with yeah. what you're saying to Are me. you saying that the pollsters are basically like the people that write the horoscopes? Essentially. The pollsters are all like Miss Cleo at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's mad. But, yeah, so Texas is a weird one. I feel like tensions everywhere are high. It did, it's in, isn't it? The results in Texas went to Trump, yeah? Yeah. But, look, the fact Shocker. that it could have gone to Biden yeah. means that half of Texas voted blue. Yeah. And that's not nothing. That's yeah. something. I think just the country is shifting, right? Just, like... Everywhere, people are coming up with new ideas or embracing old ideas, which they're like, hold on, these are good ideas. And there are people who seem to be the minority based off of, you know, uh, just sheer population, how many of them are there, by which I mean the Republican Party. They are the minority. And so they're working so hard Mm -hmm. to suppress the, you know, progressive majority. And um, these are all words that I wouldn't have been able to say to you without working on a topical comedy show for several months. (laughs) Well, I love, no, but I love that because it's such an incredible, instant, connected education. And also You you were a voice they really really needed you know you are an amazing black queer woman who has come out of texas and you know it you've lived it so having the vocabulary to express what you've lived is the easy part there's just like so much love like radiating out of you right now there is Um, a lot and i love it (laughs) um yeah how are you feeling about Biden getting in? Because I know he's not the answer. Biden does not, mm. by any means, represent the end of capitalism. Like he, he's weird. He, right? he would seem centre right, but just the yeah. end of just somebody who's like more like a yeah. a statesperson and isn't going to a bit of relief, isn't it? Isn't going to like yeah. just mucus in a bad temper. It's kind of like I guess if you've been taking like a poop for a long time and it's been like, just very hard and rough and dry, a little prickly. And you're saying, you're saying to your butthole, please, a smooth one. Joe Biden is the smooth one. <laughs> oh, my God. 
You know how I feel about scotology, Kima. <laughs> Still a boot, but a smooth one. Thank you. Thank you. I get a, it. I get a relief. it. I get it. <laughs> Moist and smooth. Thank, thank you. Yep. No, we've got it. We've all. It's. That's good. It's good. Strong work. <laughs> Deborah, briefly interrupting your podcast listening to tell you about some very exciting things. As part of our Guilty Feminist Wellness Program, Janelle, who you heard on a recent episode, is doing a pre-Thanksgiving yin-yang flow yoga class at 7.30 this Wednesday, the 25th of November. So please book a slot for that. You can go to guiltyfeminist.com. Now we have our fifth anniversary show on the 7th of December at 7.30 p.m. at King's Place with lots of our Guilty Feminist regulars. The show is sold out, but you can live stream on Zoom and it's going to be a spectacular one with lots of our Guilty Feminist regulars. It's going to be a big old birthday celebration. Do not miss it. It is going to be a party and watching from home is going to feel almost as wonderful as being in the room. You can get tickets at kingsplace.co.uk or follow the link from guiltyfeminist.com. And now back to the podcast. Please welcome to the mic to do something oh. approximating stand-up comedy okay. in a theatre yep. that is virtually empty to up. the live stream. Yep. Please welcome the incredible Kima Bob. Ah! Ah! This is me also cheering for myself. That's where I'm at. Um, gang rules their heart. What, what are we supposed to do? When the UK got like this rule of six thing and I was like, does six people include me? Does this exclude me? What if I have one friend who I'd never actually wanted to hang out with, but now it's less than six people and how do I exclude them? And I want to blame it, make it a rule of five. It was just really hard. It was like, don't do it inside. Uh, or can you do it outside? Not after 10, uh, unless you're at a show. Uh, but don't drink alcohol. It's just all, all over the place. It's really awkward. And now we're going into another lockdown. Uh, my vibrator will be sad about that. She gets enough abuse from me already. It's a tough one. It's weird to be American at the moment. At all moments. Uh, to be honest, but yeah, this moment especially, everyone's like all up on my D and they're like, how do you feel? And I'm like, like leaving Earth. Um, but would we be welcome in space? Do you know what I mean? I feel like if I met an alien and they were like, oh, you're from Earth. And I'd be like, yeah, um, you know, just like super ashamed. And they'd be like, what's going on down there? To which I would have to reply, hey man, I have no idea. Uh, I am not in charge. That is not even my bag. And then they would be like, okay, well, if you're not in charge, you know, take me to your leader. And I just have to say, I really don't think you want to meet that guy. Like, it's not a good time. It's a weird one. And there are tensions everywhere. They're like racial ones, political ones, sneeze ones. Like, people are, like, dying in the streets, and there are folks who still think that masks are the work of the devil, talking about, you're not going to trap God's breath. What? And now I've brought tension in here. Do you see what I mean? It's just quite tense. It's weird. I know that it's, like, 
a tough time right now for everyone. Um, Inter rant, okay? I know it's a tough time for everyone, and I know that a lot of my Caucasian, uh, my Caucasian siblings uh, are uh, feeling quite awkward right now. You, you don't know what to say. Uh, you don't know how to make things better, and, and you, you say, should I, maybe it's safer if I don't do anything, to which I say, that is the wrong answer. Um, I feel like a lot of people are afraid of embarrassing themselves, right? But I think what we have to do is accept that for people of color, there are a lot of things more dangerous out there than saying the wrong thing, right? We've had to deal with this stuff for forever. Um, like when my two grandmas catch up on the phone, okay, they talk about, you know, their health, right? I can't walk the way I used to, classic grandma chat. Um, but the last time that I was with them and they were catching up, they were talking about the lynchings of their day. Casual term, you just want to drop that in there. Lynching, fun. Um, they were talking about it and it was, it was almost a kind of nostalgia to it, like, do you remember back in the day when that person, mm-hmm, and it's still happening? That's the level of awareness that my grandmas live with. I mean, what kind of off-brand Walmart nostalgia is that? They deserve the real thing. I don't know what white grandmas talk about. I assume it's like shortbread crust or some shit, but... It's not heavy, and I think what upsets me about that is my grandmas deserve to have ridiculous conversations. They deserve to have regular grandma chats and do regular things, like fight for my love, <laughs> like um, compete for my affections. Like one of them would be like, oh, I'm so proud of Kima. She's in London. She's following her dreams. Mm -mm -mm. And the other one would be like, yeah, she told me about that too. I'm so proud of Kima. She's working so hard, and, you know, things are happening, and she told me all about them. Praise God. Uh, and then the other one, in an act of one-upmanship, would be like, I'm so proud of Kima. She's out there having sex. Mm-mm-mm. She's out there coming, and she's making herself come, and she's making other people come. You know, back in my day, I would never come. Mm-mm-mm. Praise God. Um, and I just feel like those are the kind of chats they should be able to have. I want to take a moment to uh, chat to my Caucasian sisters, which I love to do. Such a fun thing to do. Because uh, I know I've been uh, complaining quite a bit today, but if Karen asks white ladies in the grocery store have taught us anything, it's that complaining gets shit done. Um, so racism, I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> um, my Caucasian sisters, I just want to say to you, uh, first of all, of course, you know, uh, don't don't get scared, right? Because I'm calling you my Caucasian sister because I um, love and respect you. <laughs> uh, even though I'm about to criticize you, I love you so much. Um, also, I want to remind you, as I like to do, not to call yourself a Caucasian sister because black people won't like that. Um, it's not a good idea. I need you guys to use your white girl magic right? Another term that you should not use. <laughs> um, I, I need you to use your white girl magic and uh, use all the energy you may use to talk about a, a flat Prosecco or um, broken Fabergé eggs. I just imagine that's what happens. I don't know. I've uh, not been white much. Or like how the, the temperature in your Pilates class, like that's 
I assume how it goes. Um, like you're like these, you know, poached poached eggs are too cold. Basically, um, this is it. You're on the money. Yeah. That's the you know, Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm just throwing it around there. Um, use that energy, right, to speak up for someone else. You've got to redirect that energy because I know you've got loads of it, right? And let's dismantle some things. Uh, and of course, what I need you to do, I, I like to say it, I've said it before, I'll say it again, is um, to not talk to me about uh, straight white men, right? Because I'm not boning them. And if you're a straight white woman, then uh, you're a lot closer to the problem than I am. And I say, don't disassociate yourself from the problem, okay? Own up. Own it. Because uh, you know who stood by? White men, well, they were doing all those naughty things. White women. That's right. Say it with me. White women. No one ever says it. It's almost as if you're not proud. Um, and we know that being born white is not the issue. White supremacy is the issue. We know that being a man is not the issue. The patriarchy is the issue. And if straight white men are so bad, then straight white women, why are you still dating Dan or Todd or Ben or Chester? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I guess what I'm saying is the next time that the patriarchy tries to get you down, you know, don't go down on it. You take that moment and you seize it, okay? Because arguably, that's the moment when the white man is at his weakest, okay? You have then got the man in the palm of your hand, okay? So while you got him there, you grab that shaft and you tell him about how marginalized people have been shafted. Hmm? Hmm? You tell him, oh, I know you're hard. Yeah, you're so hard. But being born into a society that judges you based off the color of your skin is even harder. Mm. My Caucasian sister, instead of making him come, I want you to make him come to terms with his privilege. Okay? <laughs> that is my challenge to you. Thank you very much. That was very strong. Just different stuff. Very yeah? strong. Very it, strong. It started off uh, strange, and then it got less strange. I thought it was all very strong. I, I don't know how mine's going to compete with that, but I'm going to do it anyway if you'll well, announce me. Don't do it. Okay, I'll announce <laughs> you. Okay, are you ready? Coming to the stage with the best stand-up you've ever heard in your entire life, it's Deborah Francis White! It's not, it's not really stand-up. <laughs> it's just a piece. It's sort of what I call a piece to camera that I wrote. Um, all right, so I wrote this all in one thing, and it's on the theme of In Your Corner. Sometimes I feel like the patriarchy painted us into a corner where we'd feel trapped and like the good resources weren't for us. Like the cake on the table in the middle is for the important people who are very sure how things should be run because men like them have been running things for a long time, and so they're the ones with the experience. People painted into corners don't have the access to the right information or the experience necessary to make excellent decisions. One of the decisions that the men who make things work keep on making is that the people who live painted into corners should stay there because the paint is always still wet. And we can't have wet, painty footprints in the middle of the lovely posh floor in places like the White House or Number 10 Downing Street. 
Sometimes they let a woman out of the corner, but usually if they do, they make a deal with her that she'll put extra paint around the corners to make sure the people like her are extremely clear that the reason they're in the corner is definitely not because they're a woman. Otherwise, why would Pretty Patel or Theresa May be doing the painting? Or that one on the Supreme Court, the new one that isn't Ginsburg. It makes no sense. It can't be racist if Pretty Patel is putting the paint on the banks of Calais and Dover. It can't be. It can't be. It can't be because it was Pretty Patel. It can't be. It can't be. Can it be? We are in the corner, but our corners are getting bigger. They are much bigger than the corners our grandmothers were painted into. If enough of us decide to make the corners wonderful places and expand the corners further into the center of the room, bit by bit, soon we can make the corners meet and take the whole show over. I promise I am in your corner. I just won't stay in it. I will break the walls of the corner down so together we have a view. Because nobody puts this baby in the corner and expects her to stay. And no, feel free to clap, four of you, please. Yes, thank you. There's no need not to have an applause break just because you're four people sitting in a space for 400. To all the decent, empathetic people in America who care about their neighbors and the integrity of their country and the future of their children, can I say, Biden and Harris will be president and vice president-elect by tea time tomorrow. Most of the rest of the world is in your corner. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, man. Hello, Feminists. This is Tom Selinski, the producer of the podcast. When I'm not producing podcasts, one of the things I do is work with people in business to help them communicate better. And that's never been more important than in these times of working from home during lockdown. Suddenly, we're just trapped in little boxes on other people's laptop screens. And if we can't tell compelling stories, it's very difficult for us to get our point across in a way that makes sense and is compelling. So we're running a workshop to help people. It's called The Power of Storytelling. It's delivered over Zoom to a small group of about 10 people, and we'll show you if you're in sales or teaching or running meetings or presenting material back to clients, how you could use storytelling techniques to bring that material to life. It's really fun. It only lasts a couple of hours, and we have a special discount code for Guilty Feminist listeners. So go to the-spontaneity-shop.com or just follow the link in the show notes. Look for training courses and then open workshops. And if you type in guilty when you book your ticket, instead of being £95, including VAT, it's only £75. We have workshops running on Wednesday, the 25th of November. That's this Wednesday. And another one on Wednesday, the 16th of December. And they're at 2pm GMT. We look forward to seeing you there. And now, back to the podcast. always wanted to say that. Okay, it's time for our guests. Our first guest today is a self-taught makeup artist extraordinaire, I mean really incredible, and beauty entrepreneur. Her work has also been featured in prestigious publications such as Vogue, Dazed and Confused, Paper Magazine, The Fader and more. Her makeup line, Matter Labs, was born out of her passion for equality in makeup 
And joining her, we have an amazing neo-soul singer-songwriter who has released three EPs since 2017 and who was nominated for the Rising Star Award at the 2020 Brit Awards. I worked with these two women separately, realized they knew each other and just loved their story so much. I was like, we have to make this happen. So please welcome to the stage the incredible Mata Marielle and Joy Crooks. Woo! Welcome to the party, gang. Hi. Hi. Yeah. How are you? Mm. We're all right. I'm all right. We're How are you both? I'm all right. I'm tired. But I'm also tired mm. of saying I'm tired. Yeah. Mm. I feel like I say that a lot. Are you slightly looking forward to this new lockdown where you don't have to do makeup because you're not allowed to touch other people? Yes and no, because in the first lockdown, I just started painting myself. Like, I was just doing all these looks for myself and... That got boring. Like, I got bored of my own face. Yeah. So, you know, it's the same thing again. But I know this lockdown will be better for me because I've moved out of the house. Right. So oh, um, it's a much peaceful vibe. And like, environment. Yeah. So it'll be better. But, like, I think I'm definitely going to sleep more than, like, play with yeah. makeup. I did all that in lockdown part one. Naps yeah. are important. I feel yeah. like people are like, ooh, we got to hustle, we got to go, go, go. And it's like, or you can go sleep a little bit. Or you can sleep. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, th I think I'm yeah. going to try and get a bit more sleep this lockdown. Because yeah. it's, nap. yeah, try naps. So naps are our first recommendation for how to handle this lockdown mm -hmm. if you have the napping time. I know some people don't, some people have kids. But the kids this time at least are going to school. So the second yeah. the kids leave the house, I don't know, I don't have them, but if you do have children when they leave the house, like. there's more yeah. napping time. Yeah. I think last time it was awful because the government suddenly said, we're not taking your children anymore. Mm -hmm. And people had not had children with that in mind. Yeah. People had had children with the absolute cast yeah. iron contract. The government would take them for As five yeah. to seven hours a day when they turned five. Yeah. And that would continue until they were 18. And suddenly the government reneged on that deal. And that Do was you know sad. what? I live across from an elementary school and sometimes in order to not get upset with how playful and loud they are, I just go, uh, the children of the future, teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. I just, the greatest love of all myself into not hating <laughs> the kids. And, and speaking of incredible singers like Whitney Houston, Joy Crooks, how are you? Hey. Oh my God. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm all right. I'm generally not good at winters. I've never mm. experienced a winter in a pandemic. But um, I always try and mobilise before this time because mm. I will have the worst mental health ever if I don't. So I've been yeah. really fit recently yeah. and it makes me feel very strong in my mind and it makes me feel like I can deal with this time even though I don't know what exactly this time is. It just makes me feel stronger. Yeah, normally Helps. I don't have to move that much because my life moves me around a lot. But in the lockdown, I had to, I had to, because yeah. I was like, if I don't, I'll just wither. Mm -hmm. I'll wither under the duvet. I spanked myself with a resistance band in my local park. Spanked nice. yourself? Yes, by accident, of course. Oh, oh I see. Oh. Yes. I was um, like, that is one of the things that you could do with him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, um, <laughs> listen look, it was a cute moment. If, yeah. If lockdown gets, you know, dull, there's always... Spanking uh, with resistance bands. Is, it, is yeah. there a combination of exercise and S&M that we could market on an app yeah. during this time? <laughs> talk about that. I'm actually yeah. making it as we speak. Really? Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah. Um, a Fifty Shades of Personal Training style. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Resistance Bands. Yeah. 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 So these are just ideas. They don't all have to be gold, but we'll keep brainstorming. 100%. Um, 
What would that app be called? Uh, it would be called Sweaty and Steamy. I feel like they normally have one word, but it's not spelled properly. Yeah. Both of them would end in I-E instead of Y. Yeah. And then you go, oh, well, that's kind of cute. And then you go, whoa. Bandy. Yeah. Bandy. Bandy. Bandit. Bandit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, I like this is good. I love hearing that uh, you're mobilizing because I don't know about you, but yeah, winter sucks. Like, yeah. it's the worst. So I haven't, like, mobilized by, like, actually like, moving my body. But I was like, we got to get a sad lamp. We need to get some uh, vitamins on deck. Do you oh, know yeah, what I mean? I'm like, at some that. point, we stage. will exercise. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting vitamins. I'm making sure I'm getting all my candles. Yeah. yeah. All the yeah. candles. Get, getting ready for the cozy candles. time. Yeah. Cozy yeah. time. Sage, yeah. ancestors. Sage, Palisanto, mm. all the things. All the Emotional things. baggage. Just, yeah, because <laughs> it is. Yeah, when it gets dark at four o'clock, if you're listening abroad and you don't live here, some people are listening from Australia, where it's getting lighter and lighter and more and more warm and fabulous. And, in, and can I'm, I'm we say, feminists, you suck it up because you know, take it up, but please send some here. Oh, someone's saying band. SM, so yes. B A N D S M, so ben, like BDSM, but Bandsm, Band S M, Bandsm. Or it could just be B A N. It could be B A N D S M. Yeah. So Bandsm. Yeah. Bandsm. Yeah, it's good. No, it's oh, good. Some strong B-N-D-S-M. ones. B N D S. That's like wow. how my mom. Bless her. That's how my mom would pronounce it. Who is oh, that? it's B I C. Yeah, B and D S M. Yeah, no, this is good. This brilliant. is strong work. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, really strong Take work. That to and, the bank. and Luke here, who you've sent that through, you yeah. are now part of the ground team yeah. for the app, so you will be in line for some of the millions that come oh, our way yeah. um, when this takes off. So. T- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Tell me, first of all, tell me your story because I met you and I thought you were absolutely amazing and I wasn't wrong. This is not my opinion that you're amazing. You're an incredible, incredible singer and also a golden human being, much like I felt when I met Kima. And then I met um, Marta doing a shoot. It doesn't mean, we don't, we don't need to say what it was for. Yeah, we had lots of ice cream there. <laughs> I'm kidding, nice. I'm kidding. I loved it. <laughs> it was great. I'm, I'm kidding, I loved it. But it, the, the, you know they delivered like eight pints of haagen to my house. That's so great. They're gone now. Oh, they're gone yeah. now. This yeah. is it. Right. They're gone now. I'm they're glad. gone now. Mobilizing. <laughs> they're gone. I again does. I did give does some of it away, of. and I did make people who came to my house in the bit of lockdown where people were allowed to come over. I did make some people eat some, yeah. but 
I would still think I would have half left and I don't seem to have any left. It's could, maybe it's at the back of the freezer. We don't know. We'll yeah, never know. Yeah, it's missing. It's gone missing. It's gone missing. We I don't know. I kidnapped it. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> no, I mean, it's possible. I don't oh. know. Actually, they're really fun videos. It's Yomi Adagoke and uh, I were doing like an agony aunt piece mm. and we were answering your feminist questions. So you should go and find them. They're on Tyler, T-Y-L-A. They're really cute videos. And Mata did Yomi's makeup. Yeah, and. Yummy absolute incredible makeup and then you told me your story and you told me that joy was the first person to invite you to do makeup can you yeah. tell our listeners that story tonight oh my goodness so joy she was we need to give context yeah yeah that's the context good. is <laughs> we're both dropouts yeah, both dropouts. So you we went to university out. for... Well, I went for a minute. Joy didn't even... No application. I know how to no application. University. This is yeah. it. I don't know how to spell it anymore. Uni. Just like, three words. I think university is an old technology in a way because, like, everything changes and moves and you ha it's now all about mm -hmm. what you can create and how quickly you can change. I think it's yeah. such a bubble. I think, like, education is such a bubble. Like, when you mm -hmm. get out of... All that, like when you get out of school, that's when you yeah. really know life because also, they don't teach you life scammy. at school. Yeah, it's such a scam. Like yeah. it, it's a scam. If you Sorry. are in uni, though, like don't I we're not telling you to drop out. Yeah. It's it's useful for some <laughs> if things. If you want to be a doctor, for example, and we do need them right now, you should stay in. I say <laughs> don't get, like, no, no. I say get out of there. If you need to practice your doctor skills. And you're tired of school. I say, come practice on me. Yeah, no, only you can. You can give not me surgery. Me. No, that's <laughs> only I don't her. Care. That is not the official advice of yeah. the guilty feminist. Uh, you, you, if you come um, to me with your scalpel, I'll, I'll say you can use this arm. <laughs> That's really not are. the official advice to go to feminist. <laughs> no, listen, uni can be great for some things, but I think we, it isn't yeah. the answer for everyone. It isn't the answer to everything. And I think, you know, you're both great examples of women who went, fuck it, I'm doing it my own way and are yeah. super successful. And also you're following, more important than super successful actually, is you're following your passion and your mm -hmm. heart and doing it your way. Mm -hmm. So continue with your context. Okay. Do you want to start it? Because I'll explain yeah. what you were doing at that time and then we'll get yeah, to it. And think then you, you can explain what I was doing. Yeah, and I could, yeah, okay, go fine. on. That's some, that's some real friendship. How cute. That's nice. So cute, you, were, you would come over to my house, which just so happened to be next to your uni. Yeah. And so I would, wait, so I wouldn't be going into uni. Yeah, I'd actually no, she wouldn't. Her, yeah, so I'd come out the yeah. station. She paid nine uni. grand a year to just see me frequently. Yeah. How did you meet? You didn't just go into her house one day and say, don't want to go to uni, can I stay here? that. <laughs> no, do you yeah. want to go further back? No, you can, you can do this bit. Okay, should I do this yeah, bit? Yeah. Okay, I so, can harmonise. Okay, <laughs> ad lib. <laughs> go on. <laughs> well, you're, you're. So, um, as Joy said, like, I'd go, you know, I'd make, I'd leave home, like, I'd make my way to uni. My uni was an elephant and castle. Joy's basically queen of elephant UAL. and castle. Yeah, UAL. Same. London College of Communication. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I say TV. Mm. It was a weird program. It's crazy. It was a It's scam. crazy. It's crazy. You yeah, did your master's there, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was crazy. So, like, it'd be a thing where I'd get out the station, see the uni, see Joy's house, be like, mm, uni see my best friends you know have you know I would, i'd go over to joy's and this was the time where joy was you know she was she was really starting to like do her music stuff she was like taking it seriously she was taking it seriously but she had been taking it seriously from before because she's got yeah. loads of videos on youtube you can find on youtube joy crooks there's um what's that video no, no. hit the this is you telling the story not advertising me like every auntie I ever <laughs> sorry <out>. yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> hit the road jack on youtube watch it fire um 
But um, Joy needed help with a music video that she was directing herself, and that music video is power. And so I went over to Joy's house. I'd asked her, like, what is it that you need? What's the checklist? What is it that needs to get done? Like, what do you need for this? Because I knew this was a time where she didn't really have much money for it. There was, there was much, no money. There was no money. There was no money. There was and I had to make a music no video money. with 14 women. Wow. It was 14 women. So I saw her list and, you know, she just said I could do makeup because I had paint brushes. Not even makeup brushes, paint brushes. Because you were doing fine, were you doing fine art? I was doing fine art. I wasn't doing fine art at uni, but I did have an art background. Like I'd been studying art, like I'd studied a bit of photography as well. I did a fine art foundation course, but I didn't really stay at that. Like, you know, school, me, it just, you know, it's not really cute. Yeah, we're, we're not, that's not us, but it's also fine. So Joy asked me to do this music video. And I remember the night before this music video, we went to Boots and I think I had like 30 pounds to my name maybe mm-hmm. because I had just, didn't I just get fired for the, by left Debenhams? No, no. I said that if you were going to do makeup, I'd give you 30 quid because that's... No, but that's all I had. <laughs> that's all you had, but it's also all I had. To give you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were like strictly just trying to buy stuff from... The, um... But we went to Boots. We went to Boots in Oxford Circus. And because they've got, like, loads of makeup concessions, yeah. like, they've got loads of makeup bits, you know, we just picked up a few Made things, paid for some, didn't pay for the... You know, it was cute. It was fine. <laughs> it was so you're, forget, you're forgetting, like, one of the main points is that you were working at Debenhams at the time and you decided yeah. to go into Debenhams and flirt up with the chicks around there. And we're like, I don't know. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, you're that. doing yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And um, just get samples, which yeah. is really yeah. feminist of you. That's yeah. so, that's you're so, so like, Wow, you're very... I, I think that is resourceful. Mm. She so remembers you, more than I do all the I time. I remember it all. So you all got some time. free samples. and Like you, a bunch of free samples. When I say and, samples, like I mean makeup. anything that we could get. Like, like we got the brushes. spoolies, like spoolies, cotton pads, everything. Because like when I didn't have much makeup. I had yeah. like a lot of paint and like paint brushes, but I didn't have like makeup, makeup. Yeah. And I had some like you know just old bits of makeup that my mum gave me because I told her that I was going to do this thing but like it wasn't anything great but like Mm. that night we put the things together I packed my kit and the next day it was 14 women of all different age groups different ethnicities it was my first ever job but I just felt like yeah let me let me let me do this you said you'd done one of your auntie's makeups that yeah, was your I that did was the yeah. full thing. I did like a, I did my aunt's makeup for like I don't know she was going to church or something, but she wanted like that a, was the CV. That yeah, was yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the CV. I she once was did my in. auntie's makeup, and yeah. I have some paintbrushes, and I reckon I could talk some samples yeah. out of the yeah. Debenhams. And, and the pasta said she looked nice. Yeah. Yeah, and the pastor said, yeah, she got compliments from the pastor. Oh, pasta the pastor said yeah. she did. Well, yeah, in that you case, you're hired. I think I did a really it's good settled. job. Yeah, if, yeah. The, if the pastor said she looked nice, then I think you're definitely I think hired. that's all that matters. Pastor's close to God. Some might say, <laughs> some might say we move. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, you, so you did the music video, and because you were not someone with a formal makeup training, you mm-hmm. did it differently, and then it was remarkable. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like on that day, I remember a lot of it was just me using common sense because I didn't have like makeup knowledge. So it was just like, okay, cool. This color works well with this person. This shade looks right with so-and-so. And like also Joy had in her head what she wanted already. She wanted everyone to look very natural, but glossy and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like to look like themselves, but just with a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I went around and said to all the women, you must look beautiful. But like, no, That's she didn't say criteria. that. She did not say that. <laughs> she 
did not say that. Look, <laughs> look. But, um, she, I want to look like myself, but glossy and better as well. Yeah, and I, like, that's my thing with makeup. Like, I always want to make someone look like themselves, but just like... We yeah. just put lip gloss everywhere. Just, just we literally gloss. just... Lip gloss. 30 yeah, pound it was, lip gloss. It was lip gloss. It was oh. lip. Before I started, like, making my own makeup, like, I was just using lip gloss to, like, create glow on faces. That's Were you? Yeah, That's I was using really lip gloss, like, clear gloss, and then mixing it in with different pigments. And you were telling me on the shoot that we did that you are often hired to work with black women because a lot of makeup artists just don't cater properly. Yeah, like it's a really big thing for people to be like, oh yeah, like we put you onto this because, you know, Mm. black people. Mm. But it's kind of like, (laughs) that's nice. (laughs) You know, but like, you understand all of the Like, you know, yeah. But, I mean, no, literally, she, like, this is the thing that's annoying is that you can yeah. do any face. Yeah, and... any face. I liked, like, especially since that job, that job was where I was exposed to so much. I mm-hmm. had people from all over and it was mother and daughter. It was like the best way to start, really. Like doing the hardest thing ever, I think. And so your ha- friend brought that into your life. Honestly. So right. how did you go from that to... Because you must have not been very old. You were at uni. But by mm. the time you were 20, you were in vogue, having your own beauty range, mm. being someone who was famous for being able to do exceptional things with makeup for black women, but also, like, for, as you say, any face. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously there's just not enough makeup artists who can work with black women in the way that they deserve to be worked on because of the history of the world and racism Mm -hmm. um your pictures in vogue are just so incredible i assume you did your own face but it just blew me away (laughs) i don't understand how you go from oh i've got some paintbrushes and a sample from debenhams and i've done my auntie to i've done a music video i get that bit i get that leap because you're helping a friend out and you're taking a risk and you think well i don't know how to do it the right way so i'm going to do it my way which is always how real artists are born but then how do you leap on then Two years later, you're in Vogue. That's the bit I don't understand. It was sooner than that. It was sooner than two years. I think it was like a year. In six months. Yeah, wait, In six months, you'd worked on Vogue. Yeah, it It was was six months after the video. What? It was a thing where after Joy's video, Mm. because I was on set, Joy was able to get together such a great team, Mm -hmm. people that had already been working, but because Joy's work was so good, they believed in her. Mm. You know, do you know what I mean? So that, this so, is where you need sometimes an ally to just go. Yeah, it was, she's it was amazing. Just amazing. So we had really good people on set. The hairstylist was incredible. The stylist was incredible. And both those people, they really liked what I did. And because you know, with makeup, you have to work with hair. You have to work with styling really mm-hmm. closely. And so they liked what I did. And like those guys kept recommending me for work. And so for like six months straight, I was working every week. I was working every single week. Mm-hmm. I was doing multiple jobs in a day. Like, I was really working. Like, I was working, like, maybe, like, three jobs in a day, but I wasn't earning a lot at all. So in the beginning, for me, it just felt very hard for me to, like, be like, okay, cool. Like, this is my thing. This is my make. I'm a makeup artist. I was just working all the time. And then it came to, like, you know, six months down the line. Like, it was a good couple months down the line until I started getting, like, press. Yeah, it started I mean, off with British so folk, and then, fast. but then, but you're I just thought, really yeah. talented, and you're just really different, and you were an artist. You were somebody yeah. who came in with a different, from a different angle. Yeah. But Joy kept on recommending you. Joy kept recommending people. me and pushing me as well, yeah. because there came well, a point. Just, where we just only worked together. 
Like, yeah, really. Like, we always, just always, always work together. Always, like... It's a remarkable thing sometimes when you have complementary skills, but when women champion each other. And the thing is, when I met you, mm. I didn't know your connection to Joy, but you yeah. talked about Joy and you, you yeah, told me how brilliant always. Joy was. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I know Joy. She's been on the podcast. And I think, yeah. you know, you're both such advocates for each other. And the way mm. that you ally and speak up and advocate is just so wonderful and remarkable. And you really are in each other's corners. Mm. Um, Joy, what challenges are there in music where do you find that you do have people in your corner or you have had people in your corner? Because you're also very young and ridiculously successful. I mean, you're super, super talented, but we all know that's not all it takes. Like, there's mm -hmm. lots of people who are super talented that don't break through. When is it that you feel like you've had people in your corner and when have you needed people in your corner in the music industry? I think the first people to be in my corner were like my family, my mum and dad, Mata. And then when I got into like the industry side, the first person to ever support me and then like actually be with me throughout would be my manager, um, Charlie. She just knows how to say no. I might say no, she'll say no. And we're both like each other's hype women. And then we'll get like a highlighter, just mark it out. Or one of us will make it italic or the other one will make it bold. And it's kind of, we just, that's how it is really. And I trust her and I know she trusts me sometimes. <laughs> I think and, that's her laughing. <laughs> yes but I think that that was genuinely the first person in the music industry to stand by my side and I know that people if they hear this they're going to frown at me and be like well it was me but in my opinion and with my instinct it was definitely Charlie and it was really refreshing to have a woman by my side as well in a yeah. predominantly male industry oh, yeah. yeah i think of a lot of managers as very simon cowell types and i've met charlie and she is almost nothing like simon cowell a lot of similarities but <laughs> i uh, i never thought i'd hear both names in a sentence no but you, you it is a the I guilty feminist on her behalf <laughs> we we love a curveball here no she is remarkable and again a sort of goodness kind of radiates out of her and she Mm. speaks so eloquently on behalf of you as well. And I just, I think we underestimate it. I think two yeah. things. One is people think if I tell everyone how great Kima is, are they going to book her for the job and not me? Are they going to think that I'm not great? Yeah, and that's not true. Yeah. That if you have the status to go, do you know who you should book? Kima. Mm -hmm. You look like someone who's central and actually it raises your status. It doesn't lower it. Mm -hmm. But also, it makes you feel wonderful. Then they think, oh, you might say something nice about me when I'm not there. It's a power move. I it's not like a weak thing to do. There's this kind of cycle of elevation. But I love hearing you say, like, your instinct. And I love hearing your story as well. Because I think there's something, when you plug in with yourself, when you listen to your purpose, your heart, if you will, and you follow that, as you get on that path, you'll link up with other people that support you or also on that path, and you can travel it together. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you ran into Charlie and she was on the same page. Like, that's such a vibe, and it's so beautiful. And I'll say on my path, as I was traveling, running into Deborah was quite transformational, very game-changing. And I think if we didn't have it in us to take those risks we would never be in the position to meet those people mm -hmm. that can help us make those moves and kind of i just love it i just love people helping each other mm -hmm. evolve you know i think like one of the most important things is to be able to be open to develop those like 
relationships, you have to really be in tune with yourself mm -hmm. and like not completely know yourself, but have some confidence within yourself and acquire confidence and self-esteem. And I think that there have been times where I felt extremely alone, even though rationally I know that I have my support system and people in my corner, but because I've been in a certain headspace and not been able to look at myself very clearly, I haven't been mm -hmm. able to see those people. And I think that in order to lift other people, you really have to know how to lift yourself first. Um, and that doesn't mean getting yourself into a oh, certain room. Oh, in church, because I need to say amen. Yes, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that part. But yeah, I don't know. I think that's really important. I think that like mm -hmm. we were able to be vulnerable with one another because we were cool with ourselves at that time. Yeah. Even though we didn't have like the success that we had, etc., we both believed in ourselves yeah. before, and then we believed in each other. Yeah, you know. And I think that really helped. It helped both of us because there were times where I definitely felt like I couldn't speak to anyone else but Joy because I felt like even though she's not a makeup artist, she's not a makeup person, but she just understands me. Yeah, and if I say, oh, I'm feeling this way, she'll just understand. Same way if she's telling me she's feeling this way or mm -hmm. she's telling me about one experience at work, I'll understand, like, why that has made her feel that way. Just, yeah. And I think, you know, because it's very easy to feel lonely, like working mm -hmm. in this industry, but like when you have your people mm -hmm. that really yeah. know you, that you could go back to, it oh makes things so I much a, nicer. a good friend who is like a doctor person mm. and like, I don't know what the fuck she'd be talking about. Mm. But at the same time, I get it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to develop those bonds with people and then carrying each other through. If you want to be supported, find somebody you love and believe in and support them. Mm. And if they support you back, then you've got a friend for life. You've yeah. just got to keep topping it up though. Mm. Um, you need to keep putting into the friendship so mm -hmm. that, you know, and, and then later when you need to withdraw something, there'll be something there. Mm. I'm not talking about it like it's a bank account, but I think in some ways, some people are terrible friends. Vending machine. Well, yeah. It's basically an ATM. Yeah. It's a cash energy, point. Energy, right? Because if it's constantly energy flowing one way, mm -hmm. you know, then somebody's feeling depleted. But if you keep it going, baby, keep that cycle flowing, then everybody's feeling full. Everybody's feeling alive. Yeah, well, I, I agree. Like I do. A menstrual I, cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I hope um, not. But if you guys are sharing moon caps, then that is another story we need to hear. No, <laughs> that may work. be too far. In a pandemic, no. please don't share a moon cup. Um, oh, at all other times, it's fine. Like, okay, you have to read those comments because oh, yeah. Jen. Someone says, "Hope everyone has friends like these." Someone says, "This type of conversation could trigger a massive group hug if we were all there." Um, Kai says, I can't be the only one to feel the strength and respect radiating through the screen. Whoa. And Jen just says, I would. So maybe she means she'd shag us. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, people, I think, underestimate the friendships that can be built amongst women and people of minority mm -hmm. genders. I think they really, really do. And I feel like we need it more than anything else because sometimes the power structures don't we can't get our resources from the power structures and so we give our resources to each other and or share those resources and I just love what you've built and is there anything else you came to say that you feel like you didn't get to say uh, do you want to tell us about your makeup brand because I think people would want to oh I feel God, like yeah. if I use your makeup I will be more feminist and the solidarity <laughs> will come up into my pores 
<laughs> That's what I feel. Well, okay. So Matalabs, I started making product in my kitchen. And it first like started off like when I was like, I was on a shoot and they had given me a makeup brief. It was a shoot for this brand that do like nude shoes, but like nude. Mm. For, so like deep, like a deep brown mm -hmm. to like a really like light, like a tan, like a nice, like a light tan yeah. type thing. So they do like different. It's not like pink. Okay. Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? So it's not yeah. like a pinky nude. Like they don't focus on that at all. Everybody, like nude for everyone. Is pink. Yeah. And that's so yeah. boring. Because yeah. your nude is not my Like this is not her nude. Like this is the nude dress I've got on right now. Yeah, right, yeah, right. It is. yeah. nude. Um, and there was another makeup brand there and I was expected to use this makeup brand and the makeup brief they gave me was to make all the models look really glowy but like using nude colours and um, the makeup brand just had like things that were just very pink, very like... The colours were crazy. I couldn't use them. So I went back to my kit and um, I just used clear gloss and I mixed that in with the model's foundation to make their nude lip glosses. And so I used that on them. And I also used... Um, with mixing the clear gloss and the foundation, I also put in like a gold pigment so I could put this on their skin to like make a, a highlight. And like the shoot was amazing. Like everyone loved it. Like they were asking me like what things were. So I went home and like just found a way to make it mine basically and just like bought proper things for it so there's a lot of like raw sheer butter raw cocoa butter a bunch of oils like just basically things that you know that I've been using from young because yeah. wow. you know they're actually good for your skin and they're actually good for your skin so um it's just it's literally all that and just colored pigment and that's how I like made my makeup um, where can we buy it um, while I'm having like a bit of a relaunch at the moment, <gasps> I stopped like hand making it because I I was making like all the products myself. But like now I want to get it done in the lab yeah. because it does yeah. take a lot of time like making products yourself. But I still make samples though. Joy, you have loads of samples at yours. Loads. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so everyone go still... to Joy's house. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, in a do, you, do you need an investor for this, or do you have one and you're just doing um, in a in a research and development process? I don't want to use I don't want to use an investor I think like just working hard enough I'll be able to get the funds myself wow for a lab definitely you women blow me away I love yeah. both of you so much and I'm so <laughs> proud you. to have had you on the guilty feminist and I thank hope you'll come you. back again you are remarkable thank women you, thank and you're you. making everybody feel the love um so can I have uh, a huge 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 round of applause and virtual round of applause here uh for matter and joy Please welcome to the stage, and she will introduce her musician, the incredible Joy Crooks. And Charles Monroe. So it's been quite a difficult time for black and PFC human beings particularly black people this year. Wow. Um, this year has been extremely traumatic. And I wrote this song inspired by um, the UK government sending Caribbean people back to Jamaica and islands in the Caribbean, the Windrush generation. And that just told me everything about what the UK, how the UK government see immigrants and so this is a song about London and how London would never be London if it wasn't for immigrants. 
Bangor noise on Brick Lane, that's the sound of my home. I'm a Mickey Athens, lovers walk or can't road. When you're blinded by lights, you find ways to survive in big smoke. Holding down nine to five, and your weekends are spent loading up with the boys with the bottle and vents. Only way to cope, cause the city don't stop for no one. Hopeless, roaming around in the moment. Streets that are tailored to no one, but that's what makes London mine. Hopeless, lost in the fear of the open, a world that appears to be broken, but that's what makes London mine. I, I, Orange haze from streetlight Down Madeira I go I've been fooled by the charm Of the Kennington Road While the backstreet drama Don't get picked up by the sun Oh, oh I said I'm hopeless Roaming around in the morning Streets that are tailored to no one But that's what makes London mine Hopeless, lost in the fear of the open A world that appears to be broken But that's what makes London mine I'm never gonna give you up I'm never gonna give you up No, never gonna give you up Even if I'm hopeless Roaming around in the moment Streets that are tailored to no one, but that's what makes London mine. Hopeless, lost in the fear of the open, a world that appears to be broken, but that's what makes London mine. Joy Crooks, everybody!
absolutely amazing. Everyone was asking where they can get your music. I know it's in all the usual places, uh, but is there anything you want to tell us about anything dropping or where people should go that you prefer or anything like that? Well, you can get my music online, YouTube, yep. Spotify, iTunes, um, LimeWire, if people are still using that. Um, <laughs> That's a throwback. <laughs> big TVT. But yeah. MySpace. if you really want to support a young lady, when my album comes out next year, buy it. When your album comes out, buy it. Don't just YouTube it. Don't just YouTube it, because like some kind of let's leave that to the aunties. They deserve the free music. <laughs> <laughs> the younger generations need to... And the, actually, just buy, buy it. Buy it, and I, there'll be notes in it. Oh, that's nice. But I didn't say personal notes, just musical notes in it. <laughs> Dangling notes, dangling, dangling notes. LimeWire. When it drops, uh, well, come back anytime, but when it drops, please come back again. And I would happily have the show be you sing every song and then I'd just ask you about the song. Yeah. Kima, anything to plug? I don't know. uh, Social, go, you know, you know where I'm at on the internet, guys. Um, See see you on the internet. See you on the internet. Uh, That's the only place we can see you at the moment because we have to stay in our houses. Oh my God. uh, live studio audience here, all six of you. Have you enjoyed it? Ow! I think it's been a real... It felt like a real privilege to have that sort of private music gig from Joy in the room. It really did. I felt like I was like a celebrity or something. Like I was... Or like... I do you know what I mean? Like, you know when people make people come and sing at their birthday parties? Like I've done that before. It's not nice. And also, it made me feel like uh-huh. when my mum's having her birthday party and halfway through the night after one Prosecco, she goes... Joy, stand up! Come and sing, darling. Come on, come on. I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not 12 anymore. This isn't going to run. Like, I need to be paid. (laughs) And rice isn't going to work this time, mum. We are paying you, just to be clear. Um, But... (laughs) I have not done that. I've not just gone, sing something dumb. No, 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 no. I wasn't trying to, no, no. No, 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 no. I just want to be clear to these people. People are saying how amazing you are. But also, I buy. I'm a, but I mean, that's just partly because I'm Generation X and I don't really believe in anything streamed. I'm like, what's going to happen when I'm not So then you the can internet? buy like the vinyl and the CD. I'll buy the vinyl. And like the t-shirt and like the tour dates and just like the bundle what you could do is you could buy a ticket and then like go on your podcast and be like hey guys there's a ticket up for grabs and then what i could do is like create that banner like you know when when you accidentally it's like five o'clock in the morning and you're on the tv and then it goes to like where they try and sell you pearls and like the oh yeah yeah, yeah. and then like but we could make a banner with me just on the side like (laughs) (laughs) so i I could auction off two tickets to your concert Yeah, that could work. Or I could just become a banner. Or I'm all about all of this. So thank you so much for coming here today. And thank you for telling us your stories. You're separately and together. You are very inspiring women. So like... um excited for both of your journeys like mm. we're all on journeys do you know what i mean and i love that you guys are a part of each other's and it seems like the vibe is so so great and you're so young so you, you've got so much time to do stuff and to become because we're your both full gonna probably die soon oh well kima you're not <laughs> well god forbid <laughs> god forbid so is this wood i don't Touch know what to no no so no, no absolutely thanks guys <laughs> i've been deborah francis white this has been a weird but brilliant gig thank you to everyone who kept commenting by the way it really helped us believe we were doing a performance to an audience um you guys that was amazing thank you so much
You have been listening to The Guilty Feminist with me, Deborah Francis White, guest co-host Kima Bob, and our very special guests, Marta Mariel and Joy Crooks. The Guilty Feminist theme tune was composed by Mark Hodge and produced by Nick Sheldon, produced by Tom Solinsky for the Spot Data Shop. Thanks to Zoe, Tom, and everyone at King's Place, as well as all of you for listening. For more information about this and other episodes, visit guiltyfeminist.com. And big up, Deborah. Yay. Oh, large up, Deborah, every Come time. And yes, please come back and sit down. Thank you so much. And thank you for your amazing guitar work. I, that, it's so brilliant. So, so brilliant. Um, thank you. It's, listen, if people got a little extra for their money, you, you can't. Listen, it's a pandemic. You're giving it away in making the people free feel good. Free content. Free content. <laughs> a hole in the trousers is free content in 2020. That's all we're saying. Hello, hello, hello. It's Josie Norton from Choose Love joining us for a quick chat. Josie Norton, how are you? Hello, Deborah Francis White. I am good, thank you. I am, um, yeah, feeling in good spirits. Good. You make a huge amount of money for refugees around the world displaced in camps at those pop-up shops in New York, LA and London. This year, those pop-up shops are certainly not open now, which they would be normally, but they may not be able to open at all before Christmas. So how much money do you need to raise before Christmas if you are going to support the refugees you need to support? We need to raise at least £2 million before Christmas to meet just the most basic of needs of our partners. We work in 14 countries now, Deborah, which is totally, you know, it, we and we've grown because the need is so great. And it's like, winter is emergency and then that's compounded with COVID and on top of that kind of global needs being increased so there's less funding available you know it's more hostile environments it's 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 a really scary time. So how much of the two million that you need to raise before Christmas have you raised? We have raised £70,000 since Wednesday which is totally amazing and people are so generous and we've been blown away by everyone's support since we launched but like you say we don't have those physical stores. So, and we know it's a difficult time for everyone. So we're just trying to think of all the creative ways that we possibly can to raise awareness about the stores and and hope that people think it's a, a nice Christmas present to give. A lot of people have been furloughed. A lot of people are worried about money. Um, so we have to pull something out of the bag because we can't leave children crying in car parks with no food, no access to water, no coats. We can't, we can't do that. No. Um, no. So how can Guilty Feminist listeners help you? Because Guilty Feminist listeners always want to get active. They always want to do something. First of all, I always just want to say the biggest thank you to the Guilty Feminist listeners because you support us year on year and we literally see the impact that, that you have in in the support for us. And we have people write in all the time saying that they heard about the charity on, on the podcast and that they're doing amazing things and doing fundraisers. So thank you so much. Um, and yeah, people... Please buy Christmas presents on the store. Tell your friends and family about it. And maybe there are fun things that you could do, little Zoom events. If you're having a Zoom Christmas party, maybe everyone could do a secret Santa of buying some firewood and a child's coat for someone else on the Zoom. Anything people can do. We know it's, we know it's difficult, but there are items on the store that, you know, that are £5. Um, and that really can make a huge, huge, huge difference to someone. But if all of our listeners gave... Uh, a few quid and did something 
on Zoom or Instagram Live and got other people to contribute, the two million will be sorted. And we know some of you are yourselves in situations this year that you never expected to be in because of COVID. Yeah. So if you cannot donate, please, please, please don't worry. There is absolutely no pressure. But maybe you could share because you may have people in your social circle that you don't even know. And they may have more expendable income this year because they haven't been to the pub. They haven't had to pay their gym membership. They haven't had a holiday this year because all of those things have been put on hold. Um, so uh, it may be that you amplifying and sharing could be better yeah. than you donating what you might have been able to donate last year. So anything you can do to share and create something fun. Yeah. And also if you're parents-in-law, your parents, your siblings are asking you what you would like for Christmas, you could say, actually, do you know what? I'd like you to get me a stunning e-card from the Shoes Love store and go on there and chop your heart out and buy a child's coat or a firewood. Um, so if, if you can't donate yourself, maybe others can on your behalf too. Something else we were thinking of doing is to get some of our friends who are comedians and actors to do something out of their comfort zone um, and post a fun like two-minute video of them doing something new. So Josie and I, it's true, have just started learning tap dancing. Is that true, <laughs> Josie? It is a hundred percent true. Yeah. So we've got a great I think teacher, and yeah. we thought we'd make like a fun video of us tap dancing because I'm quite nervous to show you dancing. I have been learning dancing after you, <laughs> but I'm nervous to show you. So I thought we could do a project called <laughs> Banana Bread, which is. Something you've learned in lockdown that you wouldn't have done in 2019, but now you can do it and you're going to show it. And if you haven't learned anything in lockdown, you're thinking, oh, bloody hell, all these people have learned things. Amazing. This is your opportunity to now go, right, I'm going to learn something by December 15th. I think December 15th, maybe when we release our dance videos, I say Better videos, get plural, I might show... I might show <sighs> my dance, my song and dance routine. I feel embarrassed, but that's the point. Get pushed past it. Feminism. <laughs> Guilty feminist listeners. I have been privileged enough to see a video of Deborah singing and dancing at the same time. And it's incredible. Is it? Is it? Yeah, I think it it's is. Credible. I think it's credible. I don't think it's incredible, Josie. Uh, it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, so we're going to put out our video on December 15th. I've just committed us to that, Josie. I'm really sorry. I, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm overwhelmed and about to go and get practicing in my kitchen. Yeah, we need to practice that. I mean, it's the back, it's, what's that backward? Is it called a pickup? It's a pickup. I think it's here. a pickup. Yeah. It's really hard pickups. It's really hard. It was really hard to do a pickup and a step at the same time. We're going to let our guilty feminists know week by week how much you've got, see how close we are to the two million, <gasps> what else we exciting. have to do. Oh, also, Hannah, who teaches us tap dancing, she said she'd teach all the guilty feminists on an Instagram live a TikTok dance. Um, so can you all watch my socials? I'm at Deborah FW on Twitter and I'm at Guilt Fem Pod on Twitter. And I'm at DFDubs on Instagram, DFDUBZ on Instagram and uh, at the Guilty Feminist Instagram. So we'll put up the time and date where Hannah's going to do her Instagram live. She'll teach all of us a TikTok dance at the same time. And uh, <laughs> then we'll all chip in something for Choose Love uh, in order to learn the dance. And then if you've got TikTok, if you could post the dance on TikTok with some kind of uh, Choose Love badge, at Choose Love and Choose.Love is the website. So Choose.Love. Yeah. So if you could then post it or wear a Choose Love uh, shirt when you do the dance. This is going to force us to get a Choose Love TikTok because we've been talking about that we need to get 
we need to get Choose Love TikTok and we haven't yes. done it. So okay, I'll get on to that tomorrow. Get Choose Love TikTok. I'll get a TikTok. Um, it is, as ever, wonderful to see you. Is there anything else we should know except that we've got to raise two million quid and we've raised 70 grand? I don't think so. Just that the online store is there. If we can open a store on Carnaby Street after lockdown ends, changes, we will do. We have a beautiful e-card this year. Um, and we we know it's a difficult year, but this will literally save people's lives. And we're just so grateful always for everyone always choosing love. Thank you. Yeah, I'm asking all my extended family to just to donate to choose love because I'm like, I don't I don't need more clutter in my house. I don't need things that are sort of a bit like a thing I wanted, but not really. A book that I don't have time to read, <laughs> a bath lotion I don't want. I don't want I don't want it. I want that money to be directed somewhere where someone needs it. Because if this year has taught us anything, it's that being together is the thing we really want. And this year has also given us a much increased understanding of what it is like to have a big change thrust upon you. And uh, whatever you do this Christmas, find a way to choose love. Thank you, Josie. Thank you, Devon Francis White. Love you. Love you lots. Bye. So fun. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com